0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 46 of the Sports Run On Podcast. We're going to, yet again, start out this podcast by talking about the NBA Finals. Game 1 won final last night with the Suns, as I predicted, taking the win, 118-105. Game 2 will be tomorrow in Phoenix. I really think that Chris Paul really took over in this game. He showed that he really wanted to be there in the finals today, well, last night. So I really think that was a big step forward for the Suns. Like, they really showed that they wanted to be there, and they showed that they were truly a title contender... They were just not a team that was able to get through the rounds. They were just not. They were just not a team that got lucky to get to the NBA final. Like they were, they're very suited to be there, and it looking like at this point that they're very, very suited to win these NBA finals. Game two will be, will be tomorrow back in Phoenix, with the following two being in Milwaukee. Giannis played decently well, but the the Bucks didn't really. The Bucks needed a lot more from him and Chris Milton if they wanted to be able to win this because it looked because throughout the second half of this game. It was close at some points, but for most of the second half of this game, it was more—it was a double-digit margin for the most part. So I feel like if they're really going to need to have that jump, or that 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 one big player have a big game multiple times, or like be have a consistent somebody like Brook Lopez or Drew Holiday have consistently big games for them to legitimately feel like they have a chance to be able to win these NBA Finals, just based off the fact that they really haven't. They they didn't really come out and and play the way that I really feel like they would have had to to be able to have a a chance at winning this game. So I feel like, I think there's still a chance that they can win this series. I think there's a chance they can come back and win this series. Do I think it's likely? No. I don't think it's very likely at all that they're able to come back and win this series. But do I think that there's a chance that it still happens? Yeah, I think there's a chance that it still happens. I think that there's a chance that they can come back. But I think this next game, this game 2 in Phoenix is going to be crucial for them to to be able to win this NBA Finals. And just based off of the sole fact that they need to, they need to be able to steal a game in Phoenix. Like they really need to be able to steal a game in Phoenix to be able to get their confidence levels to where that where they need to be, and to be able to get their yeah, just confidence levels are a big, and just their morale. They need they need to get their morale, they need to get their confidence back up. Even having Giannis back, it's still important. With Giannis still, uh, what it looked like last night, feeling that injury that he had the hyperextended knee he suffered in the in the series versus the Hawks, it still looks like he is definitely without a doubt still feeling that injury. So it's going to be hit pick for him to try to one find his own and real and find out how hard he can go. With the looks, if he if he can't go a hundred percent, which I don't really see. As they're away with the injury that he had, as he commented that he thought that there's a chance his entire year is going to be over when he initially felt this injury, I still think that the Bucks are desperately looking for that other player like Giannis and like Chris Milton, such as Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday, and, and many others, to be able to really give them that upper edge or give them that boost that they really need to be able to really have a chance To be able to win to be able to contend with the firepower that the Suns bring game in, game out. So I I just think that they're really gonna be looking going forward, they're really gonna be looking for that extra star that they badly need right now. Now moving on to the NHL Finals, it's looking like tonight could be the last night of the NHL Finals. As game five is tonight with the at Tampa Bay with the lightning up 3-1. It looked like, which I predicted, I predicted they were gonna finish it out 4-0 and sleep because that's what it looked like. Montreal would end up fighting back and winning game four in overtime. So they have not Montreal is not going down without a fight, but with that said, I still find it hard to believe that they're going to be able to come back and make this a make this a series that's going to really be like a big watchable series just based on the fact that it, it, it looked like they got lucky winning this game three to two in overtime against them in game 4 to be able to keep this to be able to keep from being swept. Yeah, they didn't get swept, but I just I still find it very hard to believe looking at it at this point that there's going to be a legitimate chance that they're going to be able to come back around and be able to win two or three games even to make this competitive just from the I think they play way better defensively in this game in game uh on the 5th against in game 4 At home, I do think it was big that it was at home. Now being on the road at Tampa Bay, I think that that's going to be a big question mark because this is going to be a crucial game if they have any chance of winning this series. Like any outside chance of winning this series, I think this is going to be crucial because they're going to have to start because this is going to be a huge game to be able to have to steal a game from. Well, having to be able to win this series, they're going to have to win Game Five and Game Seven at Tampa Bay, which is insanely hard to do. So I think that it's going to be interesting to see how they come out and play on the road as they have lost their their 0-2 on the road so far in this series. And for that reason, I feel like the Tampa Bay Lightning are without a doubt going to be able to close this playoff series out just because they've been playing way stronger at home and the Canadians haven't looked like like they the the, the games that have been played at Tampa Bay, they've been close they've been close like going forward with um wrong with this? They've been close going forward with like 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 until the third period, I'm trying to say they've been close towards the third period, but they really have the games that have been played at Tampa Bay, but the games overall that have been that that have been that they they've been close towards the third period, but in the third period the Tampa Bay has started to pull away. That's what I'm trying to say. Like it's been close and it still looked like it is a it is a decently winnable game for them, but it, it's still it looks still looks like at this point that and it's hard for them to really close like they've lost 3-1 with it being a one goal game and and 5-1 with it also being a one goal game in the two games that were played at the lightning so for this reason they this this third period obviously is going to be the biggest because it's what's well, always the biggest period in the game but I think it's going to be especially big because they've shown that they can keep through, they can keep through the light they can keep with the lightning throughout Whenever they're playing in Tampa Bay, they can keep with the Lightning going throughout two periods. But the issue that they're running into is they're running out of steam in the third period. Whenever it matters the most in these games, and they're starting to fall defensively and offensively, just starting to fall because they're running out of steam down the down the road, or yeah, like down the road in these games because they're running out of steam as we get to the third period. The Wimbledon is now in the—we had some big news in the Wimbledon with their quarterfinals. Rafael Adal was, was going to be swept in, in straight sets as he, as I said, and for most people, was probably one of the favorites to play Novak Djokovic to be able to win the um, Wimbledon as he was the sixth rank and Novak is obviously the first rank. Novak was able to sweep in straight sets, so there's no real question around of if Novak was going to win just because he, he he swept in straight sets. So, I, I, but right now I feel like it's no to lose right now with, with, um, a couple other lower guys winning, such as Bert, Bertini. And then Hur- Hurricas, I think is how you pronounce it, is the one who was able to beat Federer. He, yeah, he was the one to be able to beat Federer. 6 3, 7 6, and a tiebreaker. And then he was able to 6 0 in the final set. So that game, it, it looked like it was going to be pretty close, but the, the Bertini game and the, Shab- Shapovalov, I think, is how you pronounce it. Those games both went to five sets. Those should be pretty good games. I think those those, those seem like they were pretty good match competition. With the Bertini game being a seven against sixteen, and the and the um, the second game, the Shap Shapovalov, I think, is how you pronounce it. Maybe butchering that <laughs> is a ten against twenty five game. So was a t- was a ten against twenty five game that went to five sets. But I just think that for, for this case, it's going to be big because, like, these these guys seem very even. And, yes, they did win it. Bertini was able to win in five sets where the other game was one, where was able to win four sets, excuse me, where the other one was able to win in five. But with that said, I still think it's just going to be a fact of this is going to be, this is Novak Djokovic's to lose for a lot of the case just because he's the one seed. Now nah, Federer's out and Nadal's out, and I just think that it's really going to be his to lose. Just based on the fact that he is obviously the number one seed, he's number one in the world for men's tennis. He's won many Grand Slams, and he's also won many Wimbled- Wimbled- Wimbledon's at up to this point. So I think, without a doubt, he's going to be our favorite going forward, and to be the guy to be the man to beat going forward. Up next, which is something interesting, the, the match. It's the third match. If you don't know what the match is, it's a golf tournament where you put one pro and one, well, other athlete professional against. It's a 2v2 where one is pro and one is an athlete professional. There's been many other. We've had Steph Curry. We've had Tiger Woods. We've had, Man- we've, we've had other people in these games. But the, the most recent one would be Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady versus Bryson DeChambeau and, and Aaron Rodgers. This was interesting because it because Aaron Rodgers, there's a lot of speculation around Aaron Rodgers just because just because of the fact that they don't know if he's going to and he kind of worked around the question of is he going to be coming back and playing against if he's going to be come back as a um, Packers quarterback in the NFL? It's good. That's a big question going forward because I, as we know, he's won a Super Bowl. He's an MVP caliber quarterback, but he's had his and he's had his not the not the greatest things to say about the managing and the way that he thinks. With him not getting with I'm guessing yes specifically, but most can assume that having to do with him not having a receiver drafted in the first round, instead of them drafting a quarterback to back him up kind of looking like they're already they're ready to lead him out. with this said he did then come out last season to be able to but he did end up come out and have an MVP season like we haven't seen for him in, a, in many years so I mean he is showing that he definitely without a doubt still has it. But I just think there was a lot of speculation around him. Obviously, a lot of friendly trash talk. But with this said, Rodgers was able to sink the game-winning putt to be able to win this game. They did play match play. If you don't know what match play is, instead of playing based on the the strokes that you take, they just play like one up, one down. So say Rodgers and DeChambeau win the first round, that means they would be one up. And so with, with the way match played. The, ma- the way match play is played is if you don't have enough holes, like which is what happened, Rogers they were able to win this game on the 16th hole. Is what I'm trying to say because they were able to go up three holes with with there only being two to play. So even if Mickelson and Brady would have won 17 and 18, they still would have lost by holes. So they didn't really see a reason to play 17 and 18. But with this said, this is the third installment of this match. It is a game completely for charity. It's a lot of different, a lot of funny, there's a lot of just like funny things said. There's a lot of funny shots. There are also a very good shots. Aaron Rodgers played a very good golf for not being obvious for being an NFL quarterback. He still does play a lot. But him and Brady, Brady's already been in this once, Rodgers hadn't. So it, it was interesting seeing him come in with all of them. All the stories around him—is he going to come back for the Green Bay Packers and be their quarterback, or is he not? Is he going to go somewhere else in free agency? That's the big question around him. But DeChambeau and Rodgers were able to get the win on the 16th hole, went on because they went three up with only two to play. With this said, this wraps up the season two, episode forty-six of the Sports Run On podcast.